Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next... Postwrestling.com every Thursday. Spotify, Google Play, Google Plus, what is it? Google Play. Google, all the Google. All the Google. Uh, iTunes. Yep. Stitcher and wherever else you get your podcasts, however else you find us, you lovelies. Um, Davey, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. I mean, we're a little tired. You look a little tired. I'm tired, yeah. I'm fine. Uh, okay. you're, yeah, you're just so loud. I'm a loud so person. So loud right now. Well, it's a, it's a podcast. Yeah, where I know. we record our voices. I just I like I like easing into it. You're just grumpy. Yeah, I am. You know that. Just play your music. You, you know you when you're grumpy, I'm gonna be more of a dick. It's really annoying. Uh, I made you a coffee. Yeah, I, you're drinking it out of your Stranger Things barb mug. Yeah, I'm drinking out of my Frankenstein mug. Yeah, we're just a bunch of cool dudes drinking some coffee this morning, Thursday. Um, we uh, we usually talk about NXT wrestling yeah. on this show. But I'd be remiss if we uh, didn't talk about the biggest, you know, movie release ever. Um, Which, yeah, Avengers Endgame. We've both oh, seen wait, it. Oh, wait, wait, what movie are you talking about? Avengers Endgame. Oh, wait, what were you I think about? I saw a different movie. What did you see? Uh, shit, what else is out right now? <laughs> you didn't have your punchline ready, did you? <laughs> Could you imagine putting a movie out against that? Yeah. You're like, well, you know what? We'll show them. We're going to put out Pet Cemetery remake. That's what we'll do. Yeah. And people are like, no, <laughs> no. Uh, we talk. We can talk about Endgame. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. We're going to do a normal up next. Mm. And then afterwards, we're going to go into the Endgame. We're going to drop all the spoilers. Yeah. So there's no spoilers right now. Yeah. But if you want to listen to some spoiler talk, you want to listen to Endgame. It's been out a week. Yeah. Um... But if you don't, then you can turn it off. But that, that's not for right now. So again, you want to turn off your alarm? You're a professional. There we go. 
Um, so if you want to hear us talk about Avengers Endgame, which a lot of people have messaged us and asking us uh, to do that, it'll be at the end of the show, so we'll do all the, the talk then. But that kind of sucks, because I don't know what to talk about right now. Uh, well, what else have you been up to? I've been working. Yeah. Working a lot, which is good. Um, uh, that's it. Like I haven't been doing super a lot. I don't, I don't know. What have you been doing? Yeah, about the same. Really. Oh, so we're just it's, become boring yeah, work pretty, people. Yeah, pretty boring. Uh, damn it! I don't know. I watched all. My I watched whole... NXT UK. Did you watch the Devlin Walter yes. match? Yes, I did watch NXT. I realized something. Uh, <laughs> I'm in bed last night and I couldn't sleep, so I'm like, I'll put on, I'll put on NXT UK. Right, because I don't have to really take notes and stuff like that. Yeah, because NXT, I, I'm the guy. I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta watch it, study it. And I'm like messaging with one of my friends and she, she calls me she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm watching NXT UK. And she goes, wow, NXT UK is really your side bitch. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, you put it in, you put it on in bed when you're alone and bored and you know, lonely. That's what you do. NXT, that's what NXT UK has become. And I was like, oh my God, you're right. Cause I've actually been watching it yeah. uh, week by week now. Um, and it's really fantastic. Uh, Walter is a star. Mm-hmm. If you are a wrestling fan, how do you not like Walter? He's the best of old school versus new school in the same in the same guy. And Jordan Devlin should be the smallest WWE champion ever. He should become WWE champion. Um, I think he's it. I think he's a huge star. Um, I think he should be stolen from NXT UK and put on NXT North okay. America because that's how good he is. I think that's how, not because the match this week was in, by any means like the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'm just saying no. they both have that like. Star I quality. I did get very worried during the match when Walter went for his senton and just jumped on his head, <laughs> <laughs> and it seemed to hurt both of them as well. Like yeah, I thought oh you've just you just squashed his head and he got busted open in it, but I didn't so see. So he what made was. Walter bleed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and today on social media. NXT is posting like the clips of the match, mm. but they're using it in black and white because there's blood. Yeah. And Devlin goes, uh, yeah, remember why this is in black and white? It's because I made the champ bleed. Nice. And it's like, yeah, you could set that up for another potential uh, storyline. Yeah. But obviously, uh, Pete Dunne comes out after the match and goes, give me my rematch. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> That's how all British people sound to me. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> so Pete Dunn versus Walter dropping another great promo. On <laughs> I know you love Pete, Pete Dunn's uh, promo work, but uh, I found it interesting. I, I, I like where NXT UK is kind of going. Um, we had Mansoor versus Travis Banks. We had a whole lot of Mansoor this Mansoor week. Mansoor is just all over the place. Um, uh, we've got my boy Amir Jordan gonna challenge for the tag title yeah. soon. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't it weird watching your like yeah. guy like you actually like know <laughs> just on a show yeah. that you watch? It's strange, right? Um, yeah, I feel like if you if you're a wrestling fan and uh, NXT is already so niche, mm. there's only so much wrestling you can watch, yeah. and it's developmental technically. So a lot of people still don't watch NXT. Like a lot of you would imagine more people watch the weekly show. Sure, but they don't. So imagine how many of those people watch the UK one. Yeah. So I'm finding it interesting. But they keep my attention because whenever I watch, I'm like, hey, this was pretty good. Yeah. These matches are great. Those those UK guys, they I feel like they have more to, uh, like, they, they got to prove yeah. more because 
you know, maybe all the eyes aren't usually on them. But I find it's like it's like the B side of an album. You okay. got your NXTs, your big Taylor Swift record. WWE is the Taylor Swift record. Right. And then you got your cool indie band that's put out some songs, and you're like, yeah, that's cool. But then, like, the real B-sides, I find, that's where you'll find an NXT UK. Okay. Because, like, like I said, there's also some guys in there. I'm like, why isn't this guy, like... Yeah. Well, realistically, Pete Dunne should be on Monday Night Raw a year ago. Sure. Where's he going to slot in, though? Um, like... He can be the mouthpiece for... Uh, a- he also, does he want to? Like, he's got a kid. Like, sure. he's... Pretty young. I was going to say, wait, isn't he like our age? Yeah, younger. Um, he might not be ready for that yet. Sure. In his life. And like he's leading a brand. So. Well, I just find until, it interesting. Until like- there's a, an actual spot. I think a lot of people assumed he was going to be on Raw. Like after WrestleMania. Yeah. Or be in the shakeup or whatever. Yeah, um, I guess so. But yeah, I think there's so man- many people doing nothing. Um Killian Dane's been up for a year and he's just gone back to NXT. I don't know if you heard about that. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's going back to NXT. That's, uh, that's unfortunate because, like, they had sanity. It was a thing. Yeah. You could have turned that into a thing. Alexander Wolfe has joined the European Union or whatever they're yeah. calling themselves now. The Ring General... Ring Camp? Whatever. What are they calling them? That It's it's interesting. Yeah, there wasn't any to- real much of that on no. this one. No, yeah. Um, um, but, yeah. Where do you see Killian Dane... Fitting no in, idea. they're gonna change his name. He's gonna be a a, a pirate. He's gonna join with Kyrie Sane, and then he'll eventually join the Viking experience. And then he'll be. It's all like mytho- mythical, right? Like, there's the Game of Thrones are popular, so give him some sort of. Uh, Can see him maybe being thing. a big match for Dijakovic to, sure. like heat him up. Put like I like Dane. I think he's great. So wait, is Dane in, in UK? No, and regular NXT. Regular NXT. NXT. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we'll have to see what he does. So you're telling me Dijak's going to put him up on his shoulders and hit a exactly. feast your eyes on exactly. Killian Dane? Jeez. Yeah. Uh, that would be cool. Be good uh, D- Dane is, um, he's good. He's good. Before he was in NXT, I watched him in ICW and I thought he was pretty good. And in WWE, he didn't really have his time to shine. So maybe he no, won't. not at all. I think he had four matches or something like that. Yeah, in like, a year, and like, he he had good matches. Oh yeah, it just you know didn't work. I guess uh, same with Eric Young. Interesting. Um, and then uh, Goldberg is coming back. Now to, I know you're excited about this. He's the greatest ever wrestler in the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, whenever this news broke, you just were ecstatic that Goldberg. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you know why? Because, you know, AEW, we're going to get the scoop. They were going to get that Goldberg. And the WWE's like, no, 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 you can't. Have you have you seen the rumors? What's the rumors? Uh, the rumor is he's uh, going to take the title off of Kofi. Yeah, I've heard this. In Saudi Arabia. And then feud with Brock again on SmackDown for Fox. Take my money. <laughs> you know what I I want to know is this kid going to be there and is this kid going to take his shirt off oh yeah tops off for Goldberg all day um, I you know I enjoyed his match with Brock at Wrestlemania yeah so fuck it um, yeah I don't know Goldberg coming back in Saudi Arabia it's just like what does wrestling become sometimes yeah. look at all the people that have Come back and left and come back and left since Punk has not come back. <laughs> Look at all the different things that, like, I just would never imagine this is something I would read. Goldberg gonna headline the Saudi Arabia WWE show. 2019's wild, dude. Um, but they've announced the next takeover. Yeah. 
So we thought it was happening. We didn't think it was happening. Now it is happening. But they haven't told us where. They told us that uh, June 1st will be the next takeover. Now, there's some speculation and rumors about where... They haven't announced where it is yet. Right. They don't even know. Uh, they did a series of tapings this past week, and during it, they didn't know where the takeover was, okay. so they just say takeover. Yeah. They just, like, aim to it. Uh, but the rumor is that it's Atlanta. Okay. But if you're asking me, nothing sounds crazier than takeover Jetta. <laughs> Wouldn't it be crazy? A live NXT takeover from Saudi Arabia. If you if WWE shows in Saudi get like Goldbergs and Sean comes out of retirement, that's Saudi money, then what would NXT's craziest <laughs> What would the craziest Can be? they pay for like some futuristic surgery for Champa and <laughs> finally get the payoff? <laughs> but in Saudi, so it's is Saudi canon? <laughs> uh, I just... I can't... I, take over... Take over... Is it Jeddah? Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah. Place? Yeah, that sounds great. I can't wait. Uh, no, uh, I think it's going to be uh, over in North America. Okay. Um, so we're going. Sure. Right. Yeah, we're doing every takeover. You're trying to convince me to go to every takeover. You're <laughs> trying to convince me to... You, you were trying to buy tickets to Chicago, like, last night. You're like, let's go. I'm like, no. It's like, what, November? Survivor Series weekend? Yeah, we're going. We're staying with Scrump, and we'll see War Games. War yeah. Games isn't a good sell to make me travel. Like, War Games is not an event. I'm what like, about Scrump? Do it for Scrump. <laughs> he would do it for me. Do it for your girl in Chicago. <laughs> she listens and she's... <laughs> You've noted that, have you? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, I mean... I, I want to talk about Endgame, but we can't talk about Endgame until later. So, so shall we just talk about... Okay, quick side thing. Okay. If people who listen to this show and they, they, they like us, or maybe they don't like us, but they still listen to us, they know that we're fans of karaoke. Right. Now, have you seen what's what's been going on the interwebs about Braun Strowman. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has a karaoke obsession. Yeah. He's one of us. He's a bro. Um, what, what What would you do if you walked into a bar and you just see his fucking seven-foot monster singing some Sheryl Crow? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, okay, I'm in. Let's go. Um, I bring this up because I, I people are tagging me like, look, check it out. Braun's doing karaoke. Like He regulars spots and mm. all over wherever he travels. He clearly like loves doing it. Karaoke is a very strange thing in this world. Anyone who has the karaoke bug, instantly you understand what it is. Yeah. But trying to explain to non-karaoke people that sometimes it just doesn't doesn't work. But um, one end of the spectrum to the other, from one legend to another, someone else has been being uh, brought up on the internet, mostly TMZ, for karaoke mm. this week. And that is the greatest actor of all time, Nicolas Cage. Now, Nicolas Cage has an obsession with karaoke. Now, I don't know what your knowledge of being a Brit. Is Nicolas Cage a thing? Of course he is. But, like, what would Nicolas Cage sing at karaoke? What would be his well, song? Well, I, I know. I know what the I song is. Song. And the song that he's obsessed with is Purple Rain by yeah. Prince. Now, if you watch the clips of Nicolas Cage singing in Vegas, drunk, it's, <laughs> it's not very good. The thing is, <laughs> he doesn't like, know the song. The thing is, though, everyone's like... Nicolas Cage is losing his mind. He's like, he's losing it. He's, he's doing karaoke in a bar. And then, 
It's just, just him think, singing. It's just him doing karaoke in a bar. Like it's him drunk. Let the guy like, do yeah, drunk yeah. karaoke in the bar. Can I'm you mad- imagine like how many people we see? Yeah. And if suddenly it was like they're, they've lost, they've gone like, crazy. Just came to their work. Hey, we've just seen this video. We're we're worried about your like your health right now. Yeah. What's we, going we, on? What's going on? What do you mean? This video has emerged of you singing Purple Rain really loudly in a bar. You're like, yeah, it was karaoke. <laughs> is everything okay? <laughs> uh, Let him have his fun. What? Let him have his fun. Yeah, I get, exactly. I just I just love it. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm in one week, people are like, look, check it out. Braun's a, a karaoke singer. And then it's like TMZ's just all over Nick Cage. Uh, God bless him. Let him sing some some karaoke. I just wouldn't picture Purple Rain being the song Nicholas Cage. What would you think his song is? Oh, it would be like some crazy, like, r- something angry. Like, he's got... Ah! <laughs> he's always freaking out. <laughs> it's some like... Screamo. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what? Like, I, I click the video and it's like him doing... I'm like, whoa, what? I wanted You were to expecting see- Drowning Pool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Nicholas Cage, like, isn't his son in some metal band or something, too? Anyways, um, what I'm getting at is I want to one day sing karaoke with Nicholas Cage. And Braun Strowman? And Bill Murray. <laughs> my, life is, my life is set. Is that your, like, um, Mount Rushmore of karaoke? <laughs> <laughs> There's a Mount Rushmore of karaoke. Like, if you, were, if you were to have your own karaoke thing, would you have, like... Ooh. Just their heads and then yours. Well, I can't. I can't. I love. I love Nick, but I can't put Nicolas Cage in that Mount Rushmore just yet. Like, sure, you've sang some shitty Prince. Doesn't make you a karaoke god. So Bill Murray and Braun, though. Braun, it looks like he's. You know, I the first time I went to WrestleMania for thirty. Yeah. Went to this bar called Cats Meow. It's yeah, a great it's karaoke famous, bar. Yeah. 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 Um, and I saw uh, Pat Patterson. He loves karaoke. Uh, Al Snow, he loves karaoke. Okay. And uh, Lillian Garcia sung, um, what is it, Locked Out of Heaven? Okay. Bruno Mars? Bruno. Yeah. And obviously she's great. Yeah. So uh, she's a good singer. But they were there all the time. Just <laughs> Pat Patterson fucking loves karaoke. <laughs> so Pat Patterson's on the uh, Mount Rushmore yeah. <laughs> karaoke. <laughs> I would... I was going to say, there must be other, there is definitely uh, celebrities that are obsessed with, like, carpool karaoke became a thing, but it's not necessarily karaoke. It's no. just people singing their own songs yeah. and stuff. Um, I'll get back to you in the, in the near future of who I think, but Bill Murray is definitely, he's got to be on that, I, I, th- I, would, I would say. But sure, just put Nicolas Cage. Yeah. I, I want to hang out with Nicolas Cage, Braun Strowman, Bill Murray. We'll sing some songs. It'll be great. Um... So um, I don't know why I had to bring that up, but I did. Sure, no, no. Um, Endgame, uh, the news coming in is just, it's like breaking all the records. It's, it's right, but we can't talk about war. it. No, but uh, you know what else broke records back in 1999? <laughs> was Star Wars The Phantom Menace. And if you want to hear us talk about Star right. Wars The Phantom Menace, we will be releasing our next Up Next movie review. The May the 4th. May this Saturday, the be with May you. the fourth be with this you. Saturday, so uh, keep your eyes open for and your ears your open ears. for that. The midichlorians. Oh, my my midichlorians are through the roof right now. My, I, ooh, I, I'm low. Are you, are you low <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, Star Wars Day, Saturday, May the fourth, coming up. Celebrate with us. Uh, listen to our review of Episode One, The Phantom Menace. We had a lot of people. 
saying, you guys don't remember how bad this movie is. And I was like, please, I've seen some stinkers in my life. Tune in to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. May the 4th be with you. That is this Saturday. But for now, I guess we should talk about NXT. Again, we're going to talk about NXT. Then we're going to do the end game stuff after. Yeah. Cool? Cool beats. Let's talk about NXT. Okay, NXT from May 1st, 2019. Oh, we have to pay rent. Yeah. You didn't do that. No, I thought um, I thought she knocked for it yesterday. And then I saw it was that random parcel to you. Oh, right. Yeah. Brayden keeps on getting deliveries of things he hasn't ordered. It's pretty great, actually. Do you want, do you want to tell... <laughs> no, but if anyone else would like to send me random gifts in the mail, then uh, slide in my DMs. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um... May 1st, 2019, starts with uh, a video for tonight, the debut of Japanese sensation, Kushida. Great, Scott. Uh, we start off, we have our first match of the night. It's a six-man tag. Uh, it was obviously set up, was it last week? Or? I think it was last week, yeah. It will be the Forgotten Sons versus 1-2, Danny Birch, Oni Lorcan, and Humberto Carrillo. Humberto! Did you hear, like, that's what Full Sail kept doing whenever he was in the ring? No! They were going, Humberto! Oh, there you go, he's got a thing now. Yeah. God bless him. Um, they're going up against the bad guys here, the Forgotten Sons. Um, Oni Lorcan starts this match, and he's on fire like he always is. Hits his running blockbusters, there's, like, a huge European uh, uppercut... Sending Wesley Blake to the outside. Hits the tope onto all of them. Danny Birch just like... Uh, sorry, not Danny Birch. Oni Lorcan is just like a firecracker. Mm. He has a strange body type. He's long. Like, yeah. He's quite... It's almost... Uh, I shouldn't say strange, but like he... No, it's, it's like, sort of... It's different. It's similar to like Zack Sabre Jr. Just quite lean. Yeah. Isn't it? Um, and I think because he's taller as well, it just... I think he's great. I think he's fantastic. He He's just like... He's always going. Yeah. He doesn't stop, which is great in wrestling. I like that in wrestling. Um, he, he goes, he hits the toe bait to all of them. There's uh, a tag to Carrillo. Now, Carrillo goes in and hits a, a standing moonsault, but like a few different times, kind of like Kota Ibushi does, like yeah. you stand, you rotate it and then stand or whatever. Uh, looked really cool. Um, then there's like this like real high angle springboard arm drag, which was really cool. This is where he got like mad height from this. Uh, Carrillo is just a fast paced high flyer as well. So, um, we get Jackson Riker in. He starts to beat on Humberto, and that's the story of this match. All the the Forgotten Sons keep attacking him in the corner, holding him down. Um, they hit like a double neck breaker. Jackson Riker does a flying headbutt, which I'm like, <clears throat> Lars Sullivan, his move is the headbutt, right? Yeah, now. he does that. So maybe like just everyone should just chill on like. Yeah. Imagine like. A big uh, Randy Orton just starts just using the RKO, and they're like, "Oh, that's sick! That's a good idea." And then someone else starts doing it. It's like, "Well, wait a second, come down, chill, yeah. chill on it." Um, and I will say, Lars's headbutt way better than Jackson Riker's <laughs> headbutt. Um, I never got that move. The diving headbutt. How scary is that? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how much 
damage you're giving to I, actually take. I always, I Benoit was one of my favorites, mm. and whenever he did it, it looked crazy. Dude would do it off a ladder. Like, yeah. dude would do it crazy. That looks like it hurts. The other, when other people do it, I'm like, eh. yeah, I don't like diving headbutts. Eh. Even when Devon, you know. <laughs> um, Right, they keep beating on him. Birch finally gets the hot tag. Carrillo, he makes it to Birch. They tag in. There's German suplexes and drop kicks off the top rope, and uh, there's clotheslines and all sorts of things trying to get all all three of these guys out. Um, Humberto's in the ring and he's going for a suicide dive to Jackson Riker and uh, Blake, I believe. But Riker pushes Blake out of the way, making. Carrillo fly into his own partner, Oni, onto the outside, taking out Oni Lorcan. They take out Danny Birch, and now in the ring, we have Carrillo by himself, surrounded by the Forgotten Sons like a pack of wolves, and they attack him. It's a three-on-one. He tries to hulk up and fight. Uh, sorry, it's on Birch, not Carrillo. He tries to hulk up and fight, but he, obviously there's it's the numbers game, as yeah. they always love to say. The numbers game. That would be a good name for a movie. Um, there's a powerbomb... Lung blower in the corner, like the knees up, and then the reverse DDT, but Riker does it on two guys at once, Yeah, and then they do the stomp. It looked really sloppy, actually. It mm. didn't really look like a finish of a match. However, it was... I think when it executed well, it looked it looks pretty cool. dangerous. You're yeah. stomping a guy and snapping his neck back. So you know what hurts more? Doing it on two people yeah, at the same exactly. time. So uh, they should have done it off the ropes. <laughs> they always <laughs> add like the, the weird rope bounce yeah. thing that makes moves more dangerous. Uh, so the Forgotten Sons pin Humberto, Danny Burch, and Oni. Obviously, uh, the baddies going over. Um, the ref kind of just let this match run away, didn't he? <laughs> Again, the ending was real messy. The refs are like, sometimes like, hey, I didn't see that tag or whatever. And then here, it was just three against one for like two minutes. Have Um, you seen Jackson Riker? Would you get up his face and tell him that? That's your job. That's, that's, (laughs) when you put on that black and white, that's, that's a risk you're taking. (laughs) When you're in the line of duty. exactly. The refs in WWE have a lot of shit going on lately. They need to get it together, to be honest. Oh, yeah, just breaking their leg. Yeah, yeah. Did we talk about that? The ref, the NXT ref who broke his leg. Did you see the video? Yeah. Oh, my God. It makes me want to throw it's up. It's like, so vicious. Oh, yeah. oh, so he, the ref, and I'm blanking on his name, but... Tom go, something. Yeah, it's all over NXT's Twitter and Facebook. He gets shoved. Mm. And that's what causes it. That's how strong wrestlers are. That mm. A tiny shove to a normal human being... Instantly makes you break his leg. It's terrifying yeah. to watch. I hate that kind of shit. Oh, speedy recovery. And the guy, you know what the best part is? Remember when Sin Cara broke his finger? Right. jammed his finger? He's like, oh, I can't finish the match. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. The ref broke his fucking leg. Wasn't even in the match and still finished it. Fuck you. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> uh, so, pour a little out for man's broken leg. Um, this match was okay. Uh, I was expecting a bit more. I think I, I've said recently that Forgotten Sons are finally starting to impress me and have been putting on some mm-hmm. decent matches. And I think these three guys uh, they're up against are fantastic. Um, didn't quite do it for me as yeah. much as I thought it was going to. Me too. Yeah. They've obviously got uh, big plans for Forgotten Sons. Um, do you see them going for the tag titles soon? Yeah, I, they have to. Mm. They're the strongest team besides... Era and there's a few teams that are like in the same level. So you got like 
Street Profits, these yeah, guys. Yeah, you do a multiple, you do a multiple tag yeah, or something. Well, we have tag team champions that are not even no. here. So, like, vacate the titles or something. No, no, they're, they're there. The Viking, uh, War Raiders are in NXT. War Raiders War are Raiders. In Hansen and Rowe are in NXT. Right, and Eric and Derek Ivar. and Derek Eagle. and Steve. <laughs> <laughs> the Pirate Vikings. Uh, we go outside. There is, uh, sorry, we go... It's Kathy Kelly. And she's runs up to Shayna Baszler. Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir are behind her. She says, hey, Shayna, um, I just want to know what's going on. Like last week, the, the, the past few weeks, you've been kind of a bully to Kyrie and, and, and all that. And Shayna says that I don't have any remorse. If you're looking for remorse for me, for Kyrie, it's buried in the sand with all her treasure. And she's like, <laughs> and her, her, her lackeys are like, ah, good one, Shayna. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good one, good one. And Kathy Kelly says, well... Shayna, what about Io Shirai? Because she's still here in NXT, and she's pinned you. And Shayna looks at her and smacks the microphone out of her hand, and they walk Poor off. Oh, Kathy. Kathy's just like... Ugh. Kathy was being a bit cheeky, though, here, wasn't she? Yeah, I love, I love me some Kathy Kelly. It's, she was doing the Charlie Caruso thing, where it's like... <laughs> See, you've been shit recently. What's up with that? <laughs> like, I love your take on Charlie Caruso. Oh, you, you have a theory that Charlie's actually the biggest heel. Oh, she is. She's fantastic. It's so funny. She'd be like, Dolph Ziggler, uh, you just lost. Uh, what's that like? <laughs> <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> so she goes, hey, you know when you attacked Dio last week? Was that because she's actually pinned you before and you haven't pinned her? <laughs> My job. Just saying what I'm seeing. <laughs> like... The and observant, then Shana, and then Shayna becomes like you know that uh, that like gif of the thug cat where oh, right. he just she like pushes the yeah the yeah, cup yeah, the yeah, table. yeah yeah that was Shayna's reaction. Just, Deal with it. <laughs> Knock your mic over. So Shayna's clearly still mad about Io Shirai, and uh, I guess we'll see what that turns into. Uh, we get a clip of the performance center, and there's some training and all sorts of stuff going on. Robbie Brookside's yeah, chilling in the ring. Yeah, Robbie Brookside. <laughs> He's hanging out. Um, and Bianca Belair and Mia Yim are uh, kind of start talking to each other. And they start uh, kind of getting in a heated argument. Did you catch what either was saying? No. No, neither did I. No. I don't think it was important. Uh, they basically were like, get out of my it. face. I can tell you what, I could probably tell you what it was. It was like this. Hey, Mia Yim. She's like, yeah, I'm the head baddie in charge. And she's like, yeah, well, I'm undefeated. Oh, yeah, well... And then that's where they get pulled apart. Uh, Stokely was there pretending to be, like, filming. He's like, oh, there's an argument. I gotta fight. I gotta film yeah. this. So, like, we see someone filming, but you... Like, we have someone filming for us, but someone else is filming, too. So it made it look like it was, a, like, an argument. Yeah. It was a disturbance in the PC. Because there's, like, people trying to train with Robbie, and they're like, yo, what the fuck? Like... I Robbie stole this scene. From of course. Me. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so next week, it's Bianca Belair versus me again. Robbie Brookside will not be involved, <laughs> which is unfortunate. I, I need more Robbie Brookside. I think I do, too. I think I definitely do. Uh, I'm not super familiar with him. Uh, like, I know about him. Yeah. I know some of the history behind him. But like, yeah, he, was, he was pretty big in the UK. He was, like, right. in all the shows. Well, God bless him. Uh, we go to our next match. Mansoor doing double duty tonight. Mm. He's doing NXT UK, the side hustle, and NXT North America. Dem He's going to fight Dominic Dijakovic. Am I saying his name right? Yep. 
Mansoor versus Dominic Dijakovic. Now, Mansoor, he was the guy... He, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was the guy in the Saudi, the first Saudi show, yeah. uh, who cut. They introduced like four right. signees, he was and he one. was the one who like cut a pretty good promo. Um, I think there's a lot of upside to him. He's like good looking guy. Yeah. has has some personality going for him. Sure. Um, just WWE needs to. All its brands need to sit down and figure out what's going on because I. I literally saw him as a heel on NXT UK sure. an hour before this. Right. And then the way they're presenting him here is as a babyface. They're saying um, in He's Saudi Arabia, yeah, not yeah. really exposed to entertainment. And uh, he found out about wrestling through video games. And rather than actually watching wrestling, right. he played the WWE games and stuff. So like they're selling him on NXT regular as sure. a babyface. An actual person. And it's just, yeah, they're... Names are flipping about. The continuity the guy. They need yeah, that in WWE. They do, like someone looked over the MCU for years and was like, "Well, hey, look, you got to do that. You got someone's got to do that for all wrestling." Um, I did see a great tweet from Mansoor um, in his heel persona. Okay. Uh, basically saying because NXT UK, this was the like access film. Yes. Um, and he goes. Uh, being on NXT UK was great. The best thing about it was I didn't actually have to be in the UK. <laughs> what a heel. Yeah, I quite like that. What a heel. Well, Mansoor is a babyface, and he's going up against the heel, Dominic Dijakovic. The bell rings, and Dominic goes for a cyclone kick right away, but Mansoor dodges it. Um, they start to brawl. There's the... Dijak's just like tossing. The, the size difference is crazy. He's just tossing men who are around like nothing. Uh, Dijak does this like suplex toss that he always does, where he lifts you for a suplex and then just throws you. It looks really cool, especially on a smaller guy. Uh, Dijak does this like weird splash. I can't even. I don't even know how to describe it. So Mansur is down, kind of near the ropes, and Dijak just like jumps up on the middle rope and then turns his body and splashes him. It looked really cool. Again, anything when you're that big and you're doing like innovative things, it just stands out even more because you're like, what? Usually big guys just mm. choke slam and spine buster yeah. you. Like doing weird innovative moves are, is cool and refreshing. Um, Mansoor fights back, hits an Enzigiri in the corner, and then he's doing a series of kicks and he gets Dijak to his knees. And this is a cool spot. Uh, I think this is kind of what stole the show f here for uh, Mansoor. He does this jump up like shining wizard thing off the knee of yeah, Dijak. Yeah, but jumps like both feet on the knee first. Yeah. Like balances there and then jumps off of the knee. Yeah, so. it looked incredible. Uh, kicks Dijak in the head, but only a two count. He keeps fighting and fighting, but Dijak gets up, hits a series of deadly strikes, including this clothesline that damn near kills him. But if that didn't kill him... Then the Feast Your Eyes did, because he picks him up, puts him up on the torture rack, hits the Feast Your Eyes, which is a crazy move, and Mansoor sells it like death, yeah. and Dijakovic, Di Dijakovic gets the pin here, um, obviously, but uh, a cool little matchup here. And then, yeah, Kayla just goes, and the winner of the match... Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I ain't even trying. Thank I'm Vincent his name already. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this. I, I wasn't expecting as much. Yeah. When I saw Mansoor come out, I was like, oh, he's going to just die in 30 seconds, which has been a lot of uh, Dominic's matches. Sure. Um, but I thought 
they they gave Mansoor quite a lot here, so I think they're they they obviously see something in him. I think we're we're probably going to see a fair bit more of him. Um, I'm I'm interested in Dijak because I I just think he's a star. Oh, he's like, fantastic! He, he looks like a WWE that, star. Uh, that throw to the outside when he just tossed him, yeah. him over the top rope. That I rewound that a few <laughs> times because that looked just. Just like he just got thrown onto the floor. It's pretty painful. Yeah, you can't you can't fake some of that stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, yeah I I enjoyed this match. I well, if you were good. if you were wondering what happens next for Dominic Dijakovic, or I guess I should say, if you want to know what's up next, oh, Velveteen Dreams music hits. Dijak is still in the ring. Two lovely girls wearing purple Velveteen Dream shirts come out with the couch. It's a different couch, I think, but it's still, it could be the same one. Velveteen Dream comes out on a couch, and he, he's trying to get the attention of Jack, and he uh, starts to sing. Clearly, Velveteen Dream loves karaoke. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would suggest cha- picking a different song. <laughs> Sometimes karaoke is not about singing. It's about song selection. Velveteen Dream, uh, he's done a lot of... Th- Interesting things here in NXT. There's, there's, from his debut when he was the Patrick Clark experience to the uh, infamous vignette with EC3, mm. which you know we get a lot of people saying they really love that. They really hated it. This is the first time in a long time when Velveteen Dream has been on my screen, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> I think I, I did not like what I'm about to describe. Uh, yeah, describe it first, and I'll give you my thoughts. Velveteen Dream. The screen pops up. The it's the national anthem, mm-hmm. the Star Spangled Banner. But the lyrics are different, and the Dream is singing, and the crowd in full sail sings along because the lyrics are appearing like karaoke on the screen. Mm. And uh, I'm going to try to... Re- I, I, <laughs> bear with me. Um, oh, say, can you see Dream something brilliant light? He's trying to do it in the cadence and the flow, but like... <sighs> this was tough for me. This was <laughs> tough. Uh, he's like, while you stand there in awe, dreams especially, uh, like riddles flip-flops under my massive elbow... Buddy Murphy's red hair, I kicked his derriere. Don't stare, your family won't care. The Velveteen banner will wave. This is Dreams NXT. Something along those lines. I'm not going to sing it like him. Because he butchered it. <laughs> yeah, I think... Like... I think it was maybe deliberately bad. Like him yeah. singing out of tune and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he got. He needed. He needed Braun Strowman there to keep him in time. He yeah, like, it's all about timing. In yeah, because he was. He f- he was finished off. it way too early. Um, I think he gets away with it just because he's dream. Right. Uh, I think f- it helped being in full sale because they they were but they they, they supported him. him. Yeah, they yeah. helped him. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know if was that awful or yeah. if anyone else did it, it would have sucked. But I. I think it works because it's... 
And then he gets yeah. dream. He gets on his couch and the and the girls roll him back out. What was like, the, fuck, out. the girl pulling the couch? Yeah, she, it just looked so she awkward. Was, she's in her heels. She's in heels and his. The other girl can like walk forward quite nicely and smoothly. She's just like, oh, you're, like, oh. Well, you're pulling a couch which is already heavy, and then in there's heels. a dude on it. Yeah, like um, should have thought that through. Yeah, I yeah I think um, they should have probably had the lyrics on the. TV screen as well, like when R Truth does his thing. Well, uh, just so we actually can see it all, because he was so out of tune, so out of time that you couldn't really. I didn't catch, understand what he was doing. You couldn't understand his words. Yeah, I couldn't understand. Um, it was just so strange. I like. I'm. I don't really know the Star Spangled Banner. I know the first few things because you hear it at hockey games. Like yeah. that's. But that's just. I'm not American, so that's why. Uh, but maybe that's why I'm missing this. Maybe it's really funny to Americans. But I'm probably not. I'm probably on in the right here. I would say a lot of people would agree that saying this was a little strange, even for Velveteen Dream, this mm. was pushing it. Uh, <laughs> well, it's because he's North American champion. Yeah, it's just he's strange, uh, just weird. Because like, which means he should be doing. Uh, oh, what's he doing in Toronto? The, the Canadian. Is he doing Oh Canada? Oh <sighs> Velveteen. He'll come out with Drake. Oh, God. <laughs> He'll lose, then. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, so that's that segment. That's That That was a thing that happened. The Star-Spangled Banner. What I find funny whenever it's these things is the person having to react to it. Like, Dominic Dijakovic's yeah, got to be all like... like he's going to be like, oh, this is, this is really making me angry. <laughs> no, he's just like, standing there, he was just standing there with a blank stare on his face. Because <laughs> he's like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> he's like, what the fuck was that? It's like in uh, Knocked Up. It's a famous scene sure. in Knocked Up where Seth Rogen's mad at Paul Rudd's character. So he confronts him and he's... but. There's a kid's birthday party going mm. on. So Paul Rudd's holding a birthday cake. And while he's holding it, Seth Ro- Rogen's scolding him. And he's like, she hates me because you're a terrible husband. And because you're a terrible husband, she thinks I'm going to be a terrible husband. And like, you've ruined everything for me. And then walks off. And then it's just, happy. And he just like <laughs> completely ignores everything and continues yeah. on with his day. That's Dominic Dijakovic. And then he's like, and the Star Spangled Banner. And this guy's just staring, staring. And then the, the couch rolls away and he's like, Cool. <laughs> don't get the whole American thing with Dijak. I don't need this like anti-American thing. I just need it. He's kid. not really done it on TV, really. I have a feeling they're they're still gonna try to push that, and I just mm. it's it's, it's kind of lame. Uh, well, guess what? We'll see what happens. Um, next week is announced. It is Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole in our main event, which sounds amazing. Um, we get a backstage. Undisputed Era vignette, a promo in their clubhouse with their merch hanging. Um, have you seen their new shirt? Yeah. What, what with them on it? Yeah. So, yeah. It's not as good as the shirt you can get at ProWrestlingTees.com slash up next. Mock the system. Why shock the system when you can mock the system? Absolutely. Um... So before we were recording, <laughs> Wayden was, I'm like, I'm running out of battery on my oh. laptop. Uh, my charger's, like, what are you doing? my charger died the other day. And he goes, well, when you need it, just, just do the little dance and I'll give you my charger. So to like not break away from talking about NXT. Yeah. And Brayden and just looked at me blankly like, like, I don't know what, what you're the doing. fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, so that's what just happened there. <laughs> 
<laughs> we walk around in our house all the time doing different wrestler walks. We've talked about this before, yeah. but like people don't understand. Like Tajiri was a thing for a while. Yeah. That was the hot flavor of the month. Ric Flair is always a classic. Obviously. Whenever I uh, I leave the place, we've got stairs because we're in a, we're in a basement. Yeah, uh, I always do the Kurt Angle running up the stairs at WrestleMania. Yeah, nineteen. Yeah, the slow mo. Yeah. You do it every day, <laughs> and then you do the Zack Saber Junior. Like the, the thing. fingers in the air. Yeah. Uh, what do I do? You do the Theresa May walk. <laughs> Oh, Undisputed Era, <laughs> they're in their clubhouse, they're hanging out, uh, they're talking about Johnny Gargano. Uh, they say that Johnny Gargano is the luckiest boy alive, because he got out last week, uh, he got out of our, our wrath. Next week, it's Riddle and Cole, and Adam Cole says that the Undisputed Era, we are stronger than we've ever been regardless of what you've seen or heard. He says, here at Undisputed Era, we only focus on the future. So we are focusing on next week. See, last week, well, Roddy dropped the ball. But next week, and then Roddy stops him. Roddy puts his hand on Adam Cole and goes, whoa, 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 what? Seriously? Are you serious right now? And then Roderick Strong walks off. Mm. He leaves the clubhouse. Adam Cole's like, oh, well, I'm joking. It was a joke, dude. I was, it was a joke. I was just joking. And then Fish looks at Adam Cole and is like, dude, come on. And then he goes, he goes, I got to go get Roddy. So Fish leaves, leaving Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly just standing around. And Kyle, Kyle's like, oh, yeah, you know, I just I thought you were joking. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, there's also a great line. He goes, uh, can't take a joke like a man or can't take a loss like a man. Ooh. Uh, so tension is brewing Jeez. and yeah, it seems Bobby's on Roddy's side and it's the disputed era. Cold. Yeah. Disputed era. They are, di they are disputing a lot of things. Um, it's, it's gotta be a ruse. It's gotta be a whole thing. Yeah. Can't wait till, uh, take over Jetta. Roger Strong holding the NXT title high above his head. Right. He, he was in one of the Saudi shows. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he in the rumble? Or yeah. Something? Uh, they're clearly teasing a breakup, but it's not. I, it yeah, I think this is killing time for a few weeks. Which is great. It's interesting. Yeah. All these guys are funny and they're good. So I wouldn't mind to see more things like this. Like Roddy cut, cutting him off. Yeah. And not letting the comment, go. like some, most yeah. wrestlers would be, would make facial reactions and then like, let it go. Yeah. But Roddy stopped him and left the promo. Like mm. this is what, this is what the segment was. And I like that. So it's, it's kind of different. Um, I feel like NXT, we had the, the pattern of of this is what Undisputed Era does. They're in the back. Mm. This is what they do. Champa does his selfie things. Yeah. There's always the, the, the scrums or the media scrums. Like, they go to the, the, the certain things. But NXT is good at, like, every other person has their own little things sometimes. Yeah. The scrums I don't really care for. But, like, the clubhouse thing. You know, like, everyone kind of has their own set. So when you see that and then it's... Inter like they Roddy walks off it makes it like a you're like ooh what's the tea what's here yeah here? what's yeah. the beef what's going on spill uh, I can see this like uh, I think Riddle will win next week and it will be another like uh, malfunction in the junction as mm. Mauro says between these guys I wouldn't 
I, I could see Cole getting a rematch against Gargano. Yeah, sure. That could be the June 1st takeover. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know what you do with Roddy, what you do with Riddle. What do you do with... Yeah. Do you make it a four-way? Like, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Uh, so we'll see what happens with Undisputed Era. Um, we get... It's the main event. It is. It's the main event already. Uh, I got confused because in my notes, I wrote, I love Mauro Ronaldo. Right. Some, he's got to chill sometimes. What's he say? So I don't know about you, but uh, have you ever seen this movie called Back to the Future? Once or twice, yeah. Right, okay. Well, I love it. Uh, I have a tattoo of it. I'm obsessed with it. I love Kushida. His character is pretty much Back to the Future. Now, if you've not watched Kushida and he just shows up tonight on NXT and you watch this, you're kind of confused because you're like, is this guy supposed to be Back to the Future? Mm. But he's Japanese. Like, I don't know what's going on. Because they keep saying the Japanese sensation, which mm. they got to chill on that too. You can be from somewhere. You can just not be a sensation. Like, that's just weird. Like, drop that. But Mauro is like, coming up next, our main event. Cassius Ono versus Kushida. And literally, in that 10-second thing promoting, like, the, the, the matchup key saying, like, coming up after the break, he manages in 10 seconds to bang out three Back to the Future references. <laughs> three. You can do one, and it's fine. Yeah. The dude gets three. He goes, great, Scott, this is crazy. Uh... Kushida's gonna beat up the bully of Cassius Ono like George McFly would beat up Biff. <laughs> like, dude, the match isn't even on yet. We haven't even got to the break yet. <laughs> Morrow, I love you. But great Scott, dude. Um, so it's Cassius Ono versus Kushida. Now, this is a match that's happening on a WWE show in 2019. Just let that soak in. Chris Hero and Kushida are having a match in NXT. What a time. Crazy. Um, the Japanese sensation starts the match. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of mat wrestling in this. What did you think of his entrance to start with? Oh, right. The, I guess the I The countdown should... and the blue light. I like the countdown. Yeah. I like the video Tron thing. Um, so his gimmick, he comes out dressed like Back to the Future. Yeah. Um, you want to get real nerdy. He's, he, this is a real Back to the Future thing. In Back to the Future 1, mm. Marty McFly wears a... Uh, Orange vest. I own one. This is how nerdy I am. He wears the orange vest over a jean jacket. That's his famous look. Sure. Like, that's the look. In Back to the Future 2, mm-hmm. he gets this like updated futuristic 2015 vest. And then Doc Brown has these silver Brett Hitman heart glasses. Yeah. Kushida wears the glasses that Doc Brown wears in Back to the Future 2 but where's the vest from Back to the Future 1? There's some continuity uh, errors going on in the Back to the Future Kushida timeline. He just wants it all. Yeah. So the only thing he's missing is something from Back to the Future Part 3. Hat. Yeah, he needs the cowboy hat. Yeah. However, if you're, a, if you're a Back to the Future nerd like myself, we just forget that movie didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his entrance music is cool. Like A, a lot of these... Uh, Songs have like you've got to listen to it a few times yeah. before you're like, oh no, this is catchy. Yeah, um, yeah, I I like the blue lights and shit. He's got like steam and like yeah. it, it looked cool. It, it cool. made me it made me look watch like I, I had think to look in a it. bigger arena, um, it's gonna look they're gonna do something decent for his entrance. Cause like, is that is is he's just gonna go forward with Back to the Future as his gimmick? Like, I guess 
it doesn't necessarily need to be back to the future. It could be just like, cause he always, the time splitters with when he was Shelly and then he called himself the time splitter. And like he, you could kind of focus on like futuristic shit essentially. Sure. It does. It needs to just be a sprinkle. Cause he actually it doesn't need a gimmick. He just, that's just something he, it, he adds yeah. to. Um, his gear also is the gear he has worn uh, in uh, New Japan, and it's like the hoverboard uh, design, and it's really cool. Uh, I love this guy. He's fantastic. I will say, uh, I wasn't super into this match. No, me neither. This wasn't the match I thought it was going to be, if that makes sense. I'm just a negative Nancy on uh, <laughs> th this show. So, Cassius Ono versus Kushida. Uh, Cassius Ono is in his all-black attire, which I think he should wear all the time. Um there's just mat wrestling and like chin locks and, and, and a lot of trying to out wrestle each other. Um, it, it looked as if there's a lot of stuff that was just maybe on the fly. There's a, a standing moonsault caught midair into a, a cravat by Cassius, which was, looked really cool. So Kushida goes for a moonsault and gets caught into that. Looked awesome. Uh, there's a standoff early on and they, they like stare at each other and Cassius Ono gets down on his one knee and says, okay, you're good, man. You're good. And he, he goes to offer the, the respect, the handshake. Well, because he kicked his hand away at the beginning of the match. So mm. now he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I'm, I realize you're, you're good. I want to I wanna shake your hand. I respect you. So he shakes his hand, but then boots him in the face. He boots Kushida a second time, which I think is what busts him open. Oh, I, I took it from the electric chair... Face was it? Cause, I geez, think so. Because that he makes sense too. Wanted there as well. So just like you said, uh, he gets Kushida up on his shoulders for an electric chair and makes him go face forward like a sit-out face buster. And if you, like, this looked great because he got so high, with he it. was huge. He he's so high up there. Uh, but Kushida, like I said, is bleeding from the nose. He looks like he's got a yep. busted up nose. He's just nosebleed, um, crazy. So uh, there's a springboard Huracan Rana, but it was kind of like awkward. Because Kachisono is a bigger guy. Yeah. And Kushida's a little tinier, and he's doing a springboard Rana into the ring. It just looked awkward. They saved it. Yeah, Nigel says uh, both superstars showing signs of fatigue here. Cause, yes. Like covering the... Yeah. Like, it wasn't a botch. It just wasn't as clean and crisp. As, yeah. Especially in... This is the first time a lot of people are seeing him. Exactly. You want to kind of be nailing yeah. those moves. There's, uh, there's the, the handshake. He finally gets the handshake because he picks up Cassius Ono, who's kind of like knocked out. Well, it, yeah, uh, and makes him shake his Kushida hand. Kushida goes for a kick, which Ono ca uh, catches, and then Kushida just hits this huge slap, which right dizzies him and knocks him down. And, and then that's he when he's like, "Yeah, I'll shake your hand now." He's like, "Now I'm shaking your hand." Uh, Kushida is uh, does the classic Tajiri uh, handspring elbow and goes for that and gets the forearm to the back of the head. That looked great. Any other match, this would be like the finish. Yeah. It looks so great. So back handspring, when you're not looking, you get nailed to the back of the head. But Kushida kicks out. Kashizono could not get the pin in time, I would say. is what, what He shows uh, his Bushido, the way of the warrior. Wow. Yeah. Wow, look at you. <laughs> it's two weeks in a row he said this. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so Kushida kicks out. They get back up. They're brawling. And Kushida hits his... Baseball punch. Mm. Now, uh, have you seen him do this before? It's one of his signature moves. Yeah, it's it's yeah. equivalent in power, kayfabe, to the Superman punch. Right. <laughs> from Roman Reigns. Um, they mentioned that it's a uh, tribute to his favorite Japanese baseball player, uh, 
Tanaka, something Tanaka. Uh, I'm not I'm not familiar with Japanese baseball. I know it's a huge thing. I just don't right. don't know anything about it. Um, Kushida then hits a like satellite rotation, like going for like a 360 DDT. Instead, turns it into the hoverboard lock, which is basically like a Kimura. A Kimura. And Cassius Ono taps out Great Scott. Ono taps out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time Cassius Ono won a match? True. Uh, probably in UK. He has, yeah. Uh, yeah, he beat Ligero, I think, last week. Um, so, Kushida wins. And I would say not a bad showing. I didn't hate this match. I just thought it was not the match that, that I would have won. Yeah, with. I think... I agree. I just didn't really connect with me as much as I thought yeah. it was going to. It, it wasn't, felt rough. It wasn't bad. It, was it felt just... like rough or like a little yeah, messy. Yeah, and it's not really what you expect from either guy, I think. No. I'm going to sound like a complete dick. I just, I'm done with Cash is on. Sure. I don't need to see any of these anymore. Like, I like him. I'm a fan of him. Yeah. It's just, it's, 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 it's run its course, I think. I think we've just seen this a few times now. Like, yeah. a new guy come in. Yeah. He's, like, the first guy. Because he's a fairly big name, and he's yeah. good uh, to get a big win against. But it's... It didn't feel like that. Mm. It didn't. I didn't get that. I could have had Kushida go over a guy like Mansoor. Kona Reeves. Perfect. Perfect. But Kona is not jobbing to Kushida. Because he's <laughs> the finest. Um, yeah, I no, I, I agree with you. It didn't quite... It didn't Connect. get me the way I wanted to. Like I said, I'm like, look at this, look at this card, look at this lineup here: Kushida versus Cassius Ono in 2019 on a WWE product. When the f- if you told someone this five years ago, they'd be you're yeah. crazy. And they just was like, yeah, this is what I got. So I don't know. It's, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying I, th- I know Kushida has a lot more in him than that. And I feel a lot of people who maybe just watched him for the first time were like, eh, what's the deal with that? That's not that wasn't anything to write home about. Give him a chance though. Yeah. He's amazing. He should be main eventing takeovers this this year. Um, so that was NXT this week. Uh, I'm interested in seeing more of Kushida. Oh, um, completely. I, I think I think we have uh, a few interest. Now that we have this takeover that they've added, it definitely is. They got they got to hype up the, the takeover card. So I'm sure they'll do a good job. I'm sure he'll be on that as well. Yes. Who do you? Cash Asano. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Who would you put Kushida in a match against? Um, Kyle O'Reilly. I think Kyle O'Reilly would be great. Just throw. I think in. that's the that's the match that you can you can beat Kyle O'Reilly and it doesn't really no. affect anything. It, it helps him. Still. Um, it would help Kyle. And still. I think it could, like. I think Kyle O'Reilly's probably wrestling in a tag match though. I would say it, it depends. I mean, are they doing Forgotten Sons War Raiders? Like, are they doing Undisputed? It's. I don't think the War Raiders will wrestle. You don't. You think they're going to drop it before then, or just? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't see them doing double duty like like that, especially because they were called the War Raiders. Yeah, <laughs> like they're not anymore. Yeah, it's S- very odd. Stupid. Um, Kushida versus Roderick Strong. Book it. Book it. Yeah, I think either of those guys could be so great. So we'll get Kushida Kona Reeves. Yeah, <laughs> in Jeddah. <laughs> Take over Jeddah. I think also just for a first match, we've got we've got a few submission guys, and I. I don't think this... It, it's a weird visual, someone... Kushida's size tapping out someone... Uh, like, Cassius Ono's size. Sure. And... I think it would have been maybe better to just pin him with that baseball punch. 
or something like that. You gotta do the the Back to the Future. Have you seen that movie? God's yeah. Last Gift. That used to be my favorite like, movie. The package, small package. What is it? Small package driver. Like essentially, you get the guy like in a, a fisherman buster kind of right. thing. It looks cool, man. It's so it's such a cool move. Uh, but I don't know. The hoverboard lock is cool. Does he call it the hoverboard lock? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I want one. Someone send me one. A hoverboard lock. No, a hoverboard. Okay. You can get replica hoverboards. They don't actually uh, hover. No. But you can put them on your wall. It's real cool. You can be cool, don't you? <laughs> Great, Scott. Let's go to some feedback for this week's show. Forum.postwrestling.com. Every Wednesday night, post it there. It's free. You want to be read on the show? This is how you get on. Um, do you want to start? Sure. We have Jake from the Windy City. I gotta say, Mansoor really impressed me tonight against Dijak. I remember seeing him in a segment at one of the Saudi shows last year, and he was also great on the mic. Curious to see if we will see more of him. It's cool that Kushida is a part of NXT, but him against Ono was not the best debut for him, as I would have hoped. I like ugly brawls, but this was more of an ugly-style indie match. I hope he gets to have matches with Kyla Riley. However, as I love their matches from the best of the Super Junior tournaments back then. Uh, looking forward to your reactions to Jar Jar on the episode one review. P.S. Davey, your thoughts on the Premier League or the Champions League as of right now? What's that? <laughs> the Premier League is the... I'm joking. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, my thoughts... Sounds fake. I think, unfortunately, Man City are taking the Premier League again. Uh, I'd have liked to have seen Liverpool do it. Uh, there's only a couple of games left, but... I mean, obviously, I'd like to see Arsenal doing it, but that wasn't going to happen. I don't um, even know what you just said. Fair enough. Manchester United! Ah! That's all I know. Better red than dead, right? Is that wrong? I don't know. Uh, Paul from New Jersey says, Dream versus Dijakovic is a feud I am looking forward to. Nobody knocks the microphone out of Kathy Kelly's hand and gets away with it. Nobody. It's cool getting to see Kushida, but I found this to be a pretty pedestrian episode. Yeah, I agree. I think we've had a lot of really good TV recently. Yeah, and we're this... spoiled. Yeah, we are spoiled. This was just a bit... Mm. Um, as Even though I didn't like the Dream segment, I think Dream and Dijak is the takeover match. Yeah. And is going to be a banger. Yeah. And I think Dream's losing the title. Okay. Uh, Up and around again. Yeah. Uh, Jesse from the Six. Six, six, six. six. Uh, feedback. The Kushida edition. Brayden, as a fellow Back to the Future enthusiast, what did you think of the myriad references to the film with regards to Kushida? I loved it, but I can only imagine how confused a viewer who was not previously familiar with the character would be. Imagine, first of all, imagine a world where you haven't seen Back to the Future. If you're listening right now, you're like, actually, I've never seen that movie. I know all about it. Go watch it, just the first one, and you'll understand everything. No, um, I, I, Back to the Future is my favorite movie. I'm obsessed with it. And there's a character that's based on this movie. It's weird, right? Well, it's like, why? why yeah, you, that's why the only thing. Nothing? Like, I love it. I'm all in it. But I'm also like, what? <laughs> I don't really know. You're just like, he's so obsessed with Back to the Future. Like, this like. is what I would be. If I was a wrestler, would this be me? Would this be like, oh, I'm going to come out in a... Because, like, dude showed up in a DeLorean at Wrestle Kingdom once. Yeah. And like, I lost my shit when he did that. When him, I think it was him and Shelly came out in it. And I was like, oh my fucking God. It's amazing. But like, what? <laughs> I could imagine not knowing this movie or like, say you're like a younger fan. Yeah. And you're like 18. Maybe you just haven't seen Back to the Future because you just haven't. Uh, again, you should. 
And you're like, what? What's a hoverboard lock? Why is he wearing these Bret Hart glasses? Why is he... Yeah. <laughs> what is great? Who's Scott? And why is everything I mean, it's, so it's heavy? It's very like the Kyrie Zane pirate thing. It's exactly. Like, why? Okay. No real reason, but okay. Cool. I guess. Pirate. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's it's essentially that. Yeah, I guess. Uh, like, I don't hate it. Um, I, and then, what if I could? If you don't know Kushida and you don't know Back to the Future, I think you can still like this character. It's just it's just strange. Oh, for sure. um, he says that. What do you make of Kushida's baseball pitch punch? It's obviously something he'll continue to do, but it might be difficult to get that over in North America. In Japan, punches are illegal, so when Kushida would build up to it and commit this indiscretion, the audience would routinely pop. Over here, we'll see. Uh, it's how they sell it, and I guess the sound it makes. Like, yeah. <laughs> Slugger? Uh, I thought it looked pretty cool. Yeah, um, it looks fine. It's, a, it's just, it shouldn't be his finish. I don't like it as a finish, so... Uh, all in all, I think a great debut. I don't love his music, though. I was hoping for something that slaps a bit harder, you know. Uh, last question. What will Vince shorten his name to when he's eventually called up? I hope he calls him Kush, and nobody tells Vince what that means. Why? Take What's that? that? I've no idea. You don't know what Kush is? Of course I do. <laughs> Smell enough of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't think they'll... They'll just call him I Ida. Right? Big uh, K. <laughs> uh, El Generico C from Chilling. He says, hello, Brendan and Davey. Brendan? Who's Brendan? Who's Brendan? Overall, this is a good episode with fine matches, except for the Alzheimer child who always finds a way to bore me. Forgotten Sons. Right. But the promo of Velveteen Dream, Vel Velvetina Dream was the best, and I know Daddy H don't want to let him go to the Kingdom of Vincent. Yeah, I think that will... Uh See that soon. I never enjoyed Kushida in New Japan, but he makes his opponents look like stars. A solid veteran hand. He says three air guitars out of five and have a great weekend. Enjoy your empanadas and watch Endgame. Uh, thank you. That was strange feedback. <laughs> Get my name right. <laughs> Ari from Montreal. It's hard to believe that when I first saw Dream, I was not sold one bit. Man, is he something. His segment might be my favorite moment this year. I've been only following NGPW for three years and it felt like a dream seeing Kushida in NXT. I can't imagine how it is for someone who has been following him for years. Is there a reason why Undisputed Era always has stickers on their shirts? And why does Fish have two stickers? Yeah, that's something I mentioned last week. Yeah, the stickers. Yeah. Uh, I think it just might be like a little private joke with and them. And Fish maybe. is putting two stickers and on? And they're gonna, next week we'll see three. Whoa. It's like his trophy that just changes sizes. It's, it's the sticker <laughs> thing now. The stickers are going to be different stickers <laughs> yeah. that aren't even the stickers that come on that shirt. <laughs> He'll take them off a hat and put it on the, the shirt. Uh, question. Will number one and number two ever get another shot at the NXT tag titles? Because they're too good to be losing to the Forgotten Sons. Man, do I not like them. Um, They'll get a shot. I think, yeah, not at TakeOver, though. I can see them do a big TV match. Um, or, I don't know. I or in a multi-man tag match. But I feel bad because uh, Street Profits are on this high. Yeah. To be honest, like they've impressed me enough where I would say they could be in that slot. I think so. The Forgotten Sons, they also are like the kind of the the front runner for main tags. Mm. Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan, they've been here for the past little while, and they they literally kill it all the time. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, give them a shot. There's three teams. Oh, and then Undisputed Era. So it's like, I don't know. You could do any of those. You could do a, a I don't know. I don't read ahead. 
<laughs> we go to uh, Brandon from NJ. Has he has he commented on our show before? I know. I'm familiar with his work. (laughs) Brandon from New Jersey. Brandon from New Jersey. He says, my dearest second cup coffee company. Hey, how are things? Been a pleasure following from afar. It's me. I know I hold the applause. Please hold the applause. It's unnecessary. Come on, come on. I'm not Jay Baruchel. Settle down. Great episode of NXT. I had some issues, though, and I'll be quick. Um, Here's my meanderings. What is the mission statement of the Forgotten Sons? Are they some... Aryan Brotherhood we aren't aware of. The budding rivalry between Carrillo Riker is interesting. That bump from Mansoor made me sore. How do you feel about Ontario setting up Subway upload registration this week? Very curious on this outcome. Oh, I'm furious. <laughs> I, I don't know what that... What Subway upload registration mean? Uh, do you know what this is? No. I have no idea. I walk everywhere. I don't use Subway. So I, I don't care. Yeah. Unless I, you mean the, the also, like, you, sandwich fast food chain. Oh, maybe that's what he's talking about. Um, I don't know why a man from New Jersey is really concerned about my <laughs> subway system in Toronto, but I digress. He says, who would you feud Kushida with going forward? And what are your thoughts on Prince Pretty coming back to NXT? Um, I don't read ahead. Um... He also says, man, I'm impressed with how Velveteen Dream is making that North American title feel so damn important. That's key for whenever he gets called up. Thoughts? I'm out of here. Peace. Yeah, I don't want to see uh, Dream called up anytime soon. I think it's going to happen. I can see him having a main title run at some point before going up. Um, And yeah, I I guess is is, uh, Tyler Breeze going back to NXT? Yeah. Okay, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Like, give him something to do. He's 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 good. Yeah. Um, I'm absolutely happy with that. Um, is he going to be in that kind of Cassius Ono role though, where he just Probably. has little mini feuds and lose? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, I I would like to see more of Tyler Breeze. I was a big fan of him, and I think he's something they kind of missed the mark. They they kind of fucked up because. The character in NXT when it was hot, mm. he was he was doing things by himself, like on his own. Yeah, that were was working, and that were like current, like him coming out with the cell phone selfie thing. Yeah, like that is something WWE I think messed up with. That could have been a bigger than marketable. Yeah, yeah. I really think they they could have went somewhere with that. You could have had so, there was a there was the thing where he was coming out with the selfie stick mm. uh, in the old NXT days. And then finally he hit someone with it. Yeah. And it was like, oh my God, this guy, that's fucking funny. Yeah. WWE could have, could have went with that. You could have had Prince Pretty selfie sticks to sell. Um, is it my turn or your turn? Uh, it is me. Andrew from Chino Cali. Uh, Kushida and Kush was a great way to spend my Wednesday night. They are really putting Kushida over as a big star. What do you guys think of Paige being paired with Kyrie and Asuka? Ooh, good uh, question. Yeah, you were talking about this the other day. Um... I don't... Listen. Asuka? Yeah. One of my favorites. Yeah. Kyrie Sane? Yeah. One of your favorites. Yeah. They put our girls together, and then they put Paige in there. And I'm like, what? We'll see. It's it's like... I love Paige. I watched SmackDown this week, and 
Paige didn't really say a that's whole why, deal. That's like, why. I'm like, if why? They're pairing, it's, if it's you're going to make if her come out Yeah, it's weird if it's just Paige walking out with these girls. And that's what it was. Yeah. Um, but I know, I think, I think with her, Paige's early retirement, I feel like WWE's like, you've got a place here for life. Like, you, if need, you, want. you need a job, then we're going to give um, you one. But I just... And they're trying to find what that is. And it makes sense to put her as like a mouthpiece for two fantastic wrestlers whose right. English isn't great. It, I get it. It makes sense, but I want to see her do yeah more promos. Then I need I, if you're going to be that, then you got to really hit it over the head. But I, I don't know. I love Paige. Actually, I'm a really big fan of her. I, I just don't, it doesn't make it's kind of doesn't it's kind of like thrown together. Yeah, it's kind of Mickey Mouse. Um, he also asks, and this is a, a Game of Thrones spoiler. Okay, um, spoiler. So skip ahead by a minute if you if you don't want to hear. Uh, he asks, "Was I happy with Arya being the Night King Slayer, and were you affected by the darkness in the episode?" Thanks, guys. I love post wrestling three thousand. Aww. Um, I at first I was surprised it was Arya Stark uh, killing the Night Slayer, but then I've read a lot, and they've been like preparing you from season one for oh. for this moment, and. Like, even with the, the whole, like, switch in the hands of the dagger uh, you see her do against Brienne at some point. Um, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was really cool. Um, Look out for Davy doing a Game of Thrones review. Yeah. The the finale. Oh, when is the finale? In, like, three weeks. Okay. You know it's fake, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I thought that whole final scene with the, the music was, was stunning and just showing everyone in, in peril leading up to that moment. Uh, Theon's goodbye, uh, Bran forgiving him. I I thought it was beautiful. Uh, yeah, the darkness was a thing. I didn't have it as bad as other people seem to, but it's a battle at night. Like it's it's gonna be dark. Um, yeah. Although I know people who've turned the brightness up on their TV to watch it and says wow. it, it looks really fantastic if you do that. So maybe give it a rewatch. Uh, over to you. Um, there's your Game of Thrones talk. I don't watch it. I'm sorry. Uh, PJ River, I hope they do a feud between Kathy Kelly and Shayna Baszler. <laughs> Spoiler, at TakeOver, microphone on a pole match. Damn. No, Kathy Kelly can't work. She's not, she's not a worker. I love Kathy Kelly. She's grown on me she's so great. much, but I just don't, I can't. Kathy Kelly. Uh, and finally, we have Patrick from Toronto. Not a bad episode this week. Mansoor impressed me in his match, and I look forward to the Dijakovic dream feud. Should be a banger. It was surreal seeing Kushida in NXT. I wasn't too impressed with his entrance music. Eh, maybe it will grow on me. The match itself versus Ono was okay. Nothing too special. Hope they continue to push him as a big star like they made him seem tonight. Have a great weekend, boys, and all the best. Bless. Bless you. Bless. Yeah, uh, I got to I gotta listen back to the music, I think. I, yeah. was, I was really into the, the lights and the countdown. I thought it was a good little simple addition to kind of... It makes it futuristic yeah. and, and time and all that stuff. Um, I also love how on his wrist tape he draws uh, a watch and then does the Marty McFly looking okay. at the the time all the time, the time all the time. You know, um, yeah, I'm not mad at the Kushida thing because, uh, like when someone said, I have watched him for a few years now in New Japan and seeing him here was so strange. Hmm. It was like, oh, is this real? Is this real life? <laughs> and he's based on Back to the Future. This character has the name Kush in his name bases his character on my favorite movie 
and is a Japanese wrestler. Like I, I love all things, everything about this. So I'm, I'm in. Also, if you follow Kashida on social media, and we saw him at Takeover Brooklyn when he was showing the crowd, he's a snazzy dresser. Oh yeah, I like his suits. I like the way he dresses. I like the way he, uh, he, he shows up. So uh, I'll, I'm, I'm ready to see more Kushida in NXT. But that's our feedback. Forum.postwrestling.com. All right. Spoiler warning. Spoiler if you haven't warning. seen Endgame, go away. Turn it off. Goodbye. Ahoy. God bless. All that. All right. But now... We're in the Endgame now. We're in the Endgame. Let's get that son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, we haven't really talked about this, no. have we? No, we haven't. We uh, specifically have avoided each other. We live in this house. We live in this household, in the BDE, and we purposely have not talked about Endgame because we're recording it for this show. Um, first of all, were you spoiled by anything? I was not spoiled. I, I saw one little spoiler um, on, on a page, on a wrestling group. Ooh. Some guy just decided to post out uh, apparently the whole post was Thanos dies in the first 15 minutes Black Widow dies Tony Stark dies Captain America gets old He just blasted this Oh fuck On this wrestling group Right um, All I read was Thanos dies in the first 15 minutes And then I went Ah Right okay I'm kind of glad that was the only spoiler I saw Because it's over pretty quick And you know that's Not Like Thanos yeah. is still Yeah bad, yeah, yeah yeah Um Okay, well, at least you didn't get spoiled, spoiled. Uh, so, your thoughts? Oh, it was crazy. Um, I'm a huge comic book guy. The reason I got into wrestling is because of comic books, essentially. Mm. It's the same thing. Uh, I compare comic books and wrestling. It's There's good guys and bad guys. There's always reason behind madness and mm. all that kind of shit. It's the same thing. Um, I've watched not all of the Marvel ones. I think I've watched every single one except Ant-Man and Wasp. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Look, looking back at the list, I'm like, oh, actually, I have seen all these movies. Uh, oh, no, wait. Uh, what's the, the Thor one? Thor? Thor 2? Thor The Dark World? Yeah, I never saw that movie. Okay. So there you go. There's two of the movies I haven't seen. So two movies that are actually part of Endgame. Yeah, essentially. You, you missed. Yeah, I... I didn't like Thor 1, I remember, back then. I just thought it was boring. Oh, and now Thor. Thor is maybe my favorite character. I've... You see, everyone's like, oh, Thor Ragnarok changed the game. It, I, it did. I rewatched Dark World recently. It's because of and, him. He's great. Uh, and I, I agree, it's not the best. Um, Thor 1, I think, is fantastic. He's so funny. I think uh, he's grown on me, especially from Infinity War, when you had Chris Pratt and uh, him. Like, they had a good dynamic. Yeah. And I love, that was my favorite bit in that. And then in the new one, showing a superhero. Okay, so... Five years have passed, and as superheroes, they didn't win. What would happen? That is exactly what, ha yeah. what would happen. This guy goes like in down a spiral. He gets fat. He drinks. He's you know just hangs out with his buddies. Doesn't do anything. And he's it's depressed. Well, it's also he was the one that killed Thanos. Yeah, and possibly like regrets it because maybe they needed Thanos alive to solve. Well, like, they don't know how they're going to fix the right, world. Right, right. Um, it just shows, like, a, it's a character. Like, the it's a human, almost. Like, yeah. it shows that what would happen if the superhero didn't win? And wouldn't they be fucking depressed and sad? And, like, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. And 
it does it in a humanizing way, and, and I think that's such a strong part of this movie. I th- I think that especially came through with Tony Stark. Um, I probably said on the show before, Iron Man's not my favorite. I like right. I don't vibe with Tony Stark particularly. Sure. Uh, I thought he was brilliant in this. The whole um, whole like it's kind of worked out for him. Sure, this this snap. He's got a family yeah, now. Yeah, He's, kid. He's got a kid who loves him 3,000, which was adorable. Right. Um, but just that that scene right near the beginning where he's recording the message to Pepper, which is like his dying yeah. message. Um, and the scene with, with Cap, where he's he's still pissed with Cap from, Before. from Civil War. Because uh, they don't really interact a great deal in Infinity War. They're kind of on Different their two sides. separate missions. Yeah. Um, I thought that was great. Like just a lot of a lot of emotional depth in the character which you don't get from other superhero films. That's what I'm but saying. I think yeah, it has yeah. been great with Marvel. Um we've watched these characters. We've seen Iron Man for 11 years now and there's been definite definite growth and the consequences from previous films affect them. You can see see it building yeah. up and weighing on their on their the shoulders. continuity. Yeah, the continuity they definitely is have fantastic. a continuity uh, person um, for these movies. And I think that's what's been uh, been great about these films is the characters. You, you've grown to love these characters um, and it, it makes more of an impact when things happen. Like when Black Widow dies. Right, that's pretty um, sad. That, she never got her own movie. Uh, she is. <laughs> oh, spoiler. Uh, yeah, I think they're doing the, the five years when she's in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay. They'll either do that or they'll be doing, like, way before, like, uh, when she's, like, like, Russian and stuff. Why? She's dead. Let Move on. No? I don't know. People might want to see what happens eh. in those five years. Eh. Yeah. She's um, dead. You're gone. I love ScarJo. But I thought, I thought that scene was great with the Soul Stone. Okay, so usually you go to a movie, you go to see your... Uh, your Oscar winners of the thing. And it's always quiet in a movie theater. This mm. was the first time, I think, where, like, I went to a theater and it got, like, rowdy. Because, like, certain parts of the movie, like, people... Like, I went on Twitter and I, I'm going to ask you, the listener, what was... If you saw this movie in theaters, what happened? Did it, did people go crazy at certain parts of this movie? Because I'll tell you, when, when uh, Captain Marvel shows up in the beginning to save Tony... Mm. That's what the people in the audience were like, who, who, and I was like, whoa, what's going on here? Like, I saw it uh, on Friday morning, right at, at eleven, okay, and it was full sold yeah. out theater. And by the time the fight scene, the very end, comes in, the place is going fucking nuts. Yeah. Like I lost my shit because I'm like, okay, the superheroes are back, and then I'm like, okay, but where, where, where is he? Where is my boy? Where's there he is, and Peter Parker shows up. I'm like, God damn it, he's back! And everyone loses their shit. I I've been to a few films like opening, but no, opening but this day one like felt so like everyone's yeah. so into every like. And I, I love that. Someone, um, I had this conversation with someone like, why? Oh, it's so lame when you're at the movie theater and right. people start clapping. Like the actors can't hear you, and I'm like. You watch you watch sports on TV and you get into it and you scream and you clap sure. and everything. Yeah, but that's different. That's sports. It's a movie. No, it's not. This is right. like 11 years, 22 movies. People are invested. Yeah. And I think it's great. It's a great atmosphere when you're going in and people are hyped for a movie. You're not going to get that 
that often with films. I really, and, I really like this. But uh, even when it shows Thor's gut for the first time, yeah. you hear the girls in the crowd be like, <gasps> <laughs> uh, I, I, it was definitely towards the end of the movie, like the crazy epic fight at the yeah. end. That's when like shit was getting Just kicked into gear. That moment where everyone's showing up yeah. and you're like, holy shit, there are so many characters yeah. in these films. Um, did you spot there was a little cameo? Um, when everyone's showing up from, like, going through right. Doctor Strange's, like, little portals to help in the big fight at the end. Right, okay. Howard the Duck oh, shows up. Oh, nice. Um, who Great we saw at the end of Guardians. Guardians, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's when Hope, uh, Wasp, yeah. uh, shows up, okay. so you're, like, attention's on her. Yeah. Apparently Howard the Duck just hops out <laughs> right next to her. Uh, I think that's awesome. Helping, helping out the the Guardians and the Avengers. Like, they, they get everyone in this film. Like It's pretty crazy how many actors there are in this. In the, in the funeral at the end, uh, Kim and I went, who who was the kid? Oh, from Iron Man 3, Yeah, right? it's the guy from Iron Man 3, but right. all grown up. Right. So it's like, who is that guy? Oh. Um, did you cry at all? I got emotional when Bla- um, Black Widow. Yeah. When she when she falls and takes a plummet because I'm not a huge fan of uh, Hawkeye, but I thought this was his best outing. Uh, I watched that Bourne movie that guy was in. Yeah. And I fucking hated it. So I'm not a huge fan of the actor, but I thought he was well, good in this. I, I found I thought, it. I thought he was so believable because you're talking about characters and making you, you know, sad. Essentially the first shot of this movie is him when his family just dies. Yeah. So instantly I'm like, Oh, that's, that's sad. So when he's going through all this, this fight to get his family back and then he's got this like friend connection with the scar johansson's character and then she dies because they're like who's gonna who's taking the bullet here who's who's gonna sacrifice and it's her and it's like you see his reaction he's kind of like it should have been me and i'm like oh man that's it got me got my soul i've always found it weird because i think he's a fantastic actor he's uh the film the town the ben affleck sure okay yeah maybe that he's He's brilliant uh the hurt locker he's great He's a really good actor. And when they hired him, I'm like, awesome, you've got Jeremy Renner. And then he's kind of just been there. Yeah. Uh, the first, I think that was one of the big problems with uh, Avengers, the the first one. Sure. Is he's just uh, Loki's puppet for so much of it because he's like hypnotized. Right, and okay. That. Um, and they haven't really been able to use him to his strengths, which is acting. And acting, I, I yeah. think... It was nice that they fleshed him out uh, more in this one. They made his character interesting. He went from not... He wasn't even in the last movie. No. And Was it Civil War we last saw him? I guess I so, think. yeah. He, and you he, see he him retires. with his family and he's retired so, and stuff. So I love the fact that... So Black Widow's got to go find him because there's rumor... In the, snap, in the world of the snap where it's happened in the five years, there's this vigilante serial killer who's mm-hmm. going around the world and killing like mob leaders and mm. you know villains essentially and they realize it's him so then she goes and she's in what tokyo yeah. and catches him killing uh, yakuza and it's fucking sick like the the visuals of him with it, even his haircuts and chirp him all you want dude looks badass he, yeah. he looks like it's a different character yeah because he's a different person just makes sense little tiny things you ever read, read a comic book the people would change their outfits after certain events yeah. because thing it's a, they're people you change yeah right so I just like that. I, I liked him uh, in that as well. But I didn't necessarily cry. But I definitely, when, like, it's definitely all around the end. Yeah. Um, 
I got emotional when Tony dies, but I, I didn't cry. I, I got emotional with old Cap, and it surprised me, because I thought I'd sure. be, like, yeah. more emotional about Actually, you Tony were, Stark. Yeah, and then I, I saw agree, old Cap, I was. and I was like, I think that's when I realized it wasn't so much that. It's like, oh, this is, this is the end of an era yeah. now. They're writing off Cap. They're writing off Scarlet, uh, um, sorry, Black Widow. And uh, Tony Stark. It's also emotional. Like he, uh, you're you love someone, hmm. and then you get frozen, and then you don't ever get to see them ever again. So you're like, oh, that sucks. And then he goes back in time, and he sees her. He's he's creeping through the the, the blinds, hmm. and he's like, oh my god, there's the person I'm obsessed with. I love my love of my life, but I can't do anything about it. And then. In the end, he's like, screw it. Why don't I just go back in time and hang out with her for the rest of my so life? So this was one of my issues, was the time travel stuff. Right. Back to the Future. Yeah. Well, it wasn't Back to the Future laws. <laughs> yeah. So it back, wasn't. To, back to the Future is whatever you do in the past uh, affects the present. Like, any tiny change affects sure. everything, right. right? Butterfly effect. Yeah. Whereas this is, if you do something different, it fractures into a different timeline. Yeah. And uh, Tilda Swinton's character was like you've got to put everything back to basically wipe out those timelines sure. and like have it all back to normal yeah so him going back he's been living with peggy carter in a separate timeline right i guess yes has that fucked everything up no is this a way you can now if you wanted uh i mean we saw it into the spider-verse but is would this be a way to like maybe expand and have the separate Marvel Universe is now going forward. Yeah, I don't know. Or do don't you think, think it's just I think uh, that, just just like work with it? Yeah, yeah, just like let it go, let it go. So I want to know what time he went back to because he looked young for an old guy who think Captain America is like the war ends nineteen forty five. Yeah, right. Yeah. So we're talking like seventy years. That super soldier serum. It uh, might be helping him out. Yeah, because he he'd be a hundred at least. Yeah. Now. Well, like people are also be like, well, actually, he doesn't age because the super soul is sure. serum. But you know, let him let him age. Um, Where was Peggy though? She wasn't there. Well, she's not got super soldier <laughs> serum. I would have gave her some. Um, <laughs> disgusting. Um, where do you see Marvel going from here? Howard the Duck, the movie. Sure. Uh, I think uh, you get your next set of Avengers. It's pretty set in stone. You get Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Black Panther, yeah, the new uh, um, new cap, the, the new cap of uh, Anthony Mackie. Uh, what's his Sam Falcon? Falcon, yeah. he'll be the new captain. America, does Bucky hang around? Bucky's around. Yeah, he's yeah. cool. Um, then you get your your uh, Captain Marvel. You get your uh, yeah. I would say the main core is your Black Panther, Spider Man, Captain Marvel. Those are your your crew. Um, Doctor Strange. Sure. Um, his friend who doesn't do anything. <laughs> um, do when do you see there being another Avengers film? Yeah, not for a while. They gotta fight Galactus, man. I think that's the villain. I think we're gonna get a few more like team ups like Ragnarok, obviously Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor. Looks yeah, like he, is Thor is joining them, obviously. Yeah, I would he's think, gotta be in I in, think he's in Guardians. Oh, that's another story arc. Like, oh man, Chris Pratt. That was something I was interested and emotional about because he he lost Gamora yeah. and that's his girl and then he now sees her but she hates him. 
She she doesn't. She's not been in love with him yet. Yeah. It's going to be like the vow that Rachel McAdams Channing, Ta- Channing Tatum film or Fifty First Dates. The, like yeah, uh, he's got to he's got to get her to. It's not the Notebook. Uh, <laughs> it's a good movie. It's, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. He's got to get her to fall in love with him. Oh, again. it's so heartbreaking. But it's a different. It's a different Gamora. I know she's evil. She's healed. Um, uh, she she turned face. She turned. Face oh right, face right. Um, yeah, I I think that's a, a pretty. So I think we're going to see a load of just like standalone ones and a few like team ups yeah I don't think we're gonna get Avengers for a while it's okay I want to see them do for the next big event and when I'm saying next big event I mean the culmination ten years Marvel Studios now has the rights for X-Men right I want to see them like reintroduce the X-Men new actors new X-Men right uh, and lead to Avengers versus X-Men in which was a story arc from like five, six years ago. But like, why are the X Men and the Avengers fighting? What's the what's the what's the hook? Oh, it's it's something like I think uh, Cyclops kills Professor X Whoa. or something like that. He has the Dark Phoenix. Thing. Oh, um, I'm not. I don't know how I feel about that movie coming out. Dark, Dark Phoenix? Phoenix. I want to see it, but at the I same time, think I think this is have, the last one of it has to X-Men, be the last. Right? It has to be the last. Um, one. I don't know, I'll always watch the X-Men films, but I think that should be the thing sure. they build up for 10 years. We, over the course of the next few years, we're doing new X-Men films. Sure, yeah. Um, who would you cast? Ooh, casting Wolverine's going to be shit on instantly. Like, no I think you do you a do. slightly different team as well. I think Gambit was underused in in the X-Men universe. Sure. So I think... He's a popular character. And he he's like a main core guy. Uh, got Bobby as well wasn't really used Ice much. Man? Jubilee... Um, Nightcrawler is always my favorite. I liked Beast. Yeah. Um, Beast should be, a, but he has been prominent in the past few ones as well. I would say um, Mystique was actually always one of my favorite characters, and she was in like all the movies. So yeah. I, I feel like you could actually go away from her. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I loved the X Men. I just the movies are so hit and miss because one of one of them will be really good, and the other well, that's so not, like the continuity is just all over the place. Like Days of Future Past is my favorite one. Oh, uh, Logan! Does Logan count? Logan's fantastic. Yeah, that's one of the best superhero, superhero movies. Made, yeah, I think. Yeah, I would say um, superhero movies go as followed: Dark Knight, Infinity War, Endgame, and Logan are like the top ones because I really just, enjoyed Endgame. I, I, I put Infinity War up as one of the best because the bad guy won at the end yeah. and it instantly makes it as such an Empire Strikes Back kind of feel um, but I really thought Endgame did a fantastic job of ending it so like I have to give them credit this movie is fantastic uh, it felt like an epic and not because my theater was going crazy during the crazy battle but like Endgame felt like an epic but I don't know who I would cast as a Wolverine in this uh, new MCU phase 4 because that's the big issue everyone wants to know who Wolverine is yeah I so, uh, make a new star. I don't know. I like Oscar Isaac a lot. I don't know who that is. Um, he is. Uh, he's in Ex Machina. He's uh, Poe in the new Star Wars films. Oh, okay. The pilot. Oh, sure. He's an actor. I not necessarily Wolverine. He's making that. He's making that Star Wars money. He doesn't need that. Did that. He's <laughs> he's just an actor I can see working in the MCU. Okay. Um, well, well, Game of Thrones is finishing soon. Kit, Kit Harrington. Yeah. He'd. Like, He's I tiny mean, though. Wolverine's tiny. Wolverine's meant to be sure, yeah. small, a small guy. Um, um, well, this is another thing. You're talking about like how you, that's what you would book, but like, yo, Disney owns Star Wars and Marvel. Why don't you do some sort of? 
crossover with Star Wars, and and you know you get all you get all fucking nuts. Uh, no, I want to keep my universe set. <laughs> and then you get then they buy Harry Potter. He shows up. The, yeah, the only thing I'd want is if you do time travel as well, and you can have that scene with Star Lord and Han Solo. That's the only thing I ever want to see. That's all I'd want to see. I was explaining uh, Endgame to my mom, and she doesn't really understand. And she's like, "What's?" She's like, "I keep seeing this thing on Netflix, Guardians of the Galaxy. What is that?" I'm like, "Oh, it's that's the tie into these movies. Like, it's all that." She's like, "What is it? It doesn't look like it's something I'd like." I'm like, "Actually, it's pretty much a Han Solo movie." She's like, "What?" She's like, "Chris Pratt's in it." I'm like, "Yeah, he's really funny. I think he's based on Han Solo." And she's like, "Oh, I can see that." Guardians is definitely yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Um, I I really I really like Chris Pratt in Endgame, and I'm really interested in seeing Thor and him do a movie together. Yeah, a, a full movie with them because they're so funny together. Yeah, um, I feel like Thor really went from one of my least favorite characters to being the ste- the show stealer because just because of the. I don't know why you say that because he's been like I think he's hilarious right I, from the beginning. I thought that was... scene in Thor where he's like uh, having a drink. No, he's in like a. Uh, he's drinking coffee, I think, and yeah. he goes, this drink, I like it, another, and just smashes it on the floor. He's fucking hilarious. I just think he came into his own as a badass in Infinity War, and then in this one, you're like, oh, you were so badass and killing motherfuckers, and then now you're, like, sad and, you know, older and, like, gross, but it's like... Big Lebowski. Yeah, he was the dude, and yeah. I just thought it was such a good character character switch. I didn't see it coming. No, I... And I also... I quite liked how they kept him like that throughout. Because so, I thought yeah. it was going to be, oh, he's going to be fat for like a Two scene. No, and then, was... but he yeah. was that throughout. And then had his weird like, like beard plait and... He oh, was drunk half yeah, the time. He looked great. So funny. Um, I, I, what's the, so he, he goes back in time and he hangs out with uh, Queen Amidala. Yeah. And, uh, in the film you haven't seen. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then he steals the hammer What's the hammer? Mjolnir. So Captain America wields it, and that's when the theater like went nuts. Yeah. Because people were going crazy. Um, so what's the deal with that? He gets to hold he's the thing. Worthy. He's, he's, he's a, worthy. He's yeah. a god, essentially. Okay, cool. I, 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 I was like, oh, he can hold the hammer? Well, there's out? that thing in, I think it's Age of Ultron, where they're all trying to pick it up. And, yeah. And Steve Rogers like moves it a little. Sure, and it's yeah, like, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I remember. Okay. Um I also noticed near the end the uh, the gauntlet. It's being passed around. They're right. trying to send to give it to, yep. to Tony or to give it to someone, and uh, you can't. You're not supposed to touch it because no. if you touch the stones, then you die or whatever. You're not strong enough or whatever. So they, it's given to Black Panther, hmm. who passes it off to Spider Man, who passes it off to someone else. That's when I'm thinking those are the next like the big characters and our leaders the big team. because yeah. those guys were specifically. The ones handing it off. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. Interesting. Um, homecoming. Uh, sorry. Uh, far, far from, from home. home. Yeah. So you obviously have that movie where they acknowledge all of the things that we've just seen. Right? Like, I assume clearly, so, yeah. Right? Um, so Tony, Tony Stark is, is dead. So where does Peter Parker do now? He goes to Europe. Okay. <laughs> I just... I feel like... After such a big epic, Spider-Man should have a more interesting... Well, you haven't seen the film yet. I know. You're very judgy. You're very pre-judgy. I think Home... Sorry, was it Homecoming? Yeah. Was the last one? Yeah. It was good, 
But it wasn't like it felt I, like it was overshadowed because of these movies. Right? Sure, but I think that's okay. I think you you I can't. I do love Tom. You've Hall. got to take it down. Sure, and then build back up again. Um, I, I thought Vulture was fantastic, and he's one of my favorite Marvel villains now. Just I like the villains with depth. So like Loki, Thanos, uh, and Vulture. I thought Michael Keaton was. Hey, what fantastic. happens? What happens with uh, with Loki? He has that stone in that alternate universe. He disappears, remember? In Endgame. He, uh, he, he's being captured yeah. from old school, from the original movie, right? Yeah. He's being arrested. And he's got... They have the, the, the one stone, the Tesseract. Mm. And they're arguing, and then Loki takes it and disappears. Remember? Well, you know Disney Plus are doing a Loki TV series. With him? Yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe so that's, can, that can be that can be in the tie-in. But I feel like there's there's a movie. He's he's got to come fuck I with don't, Thor. I don't think now they're doing the TV thing. I I doubt we're gonna see him because wouldn't you see him show up with Thor and Guardians and shit? Well, that's why I I reckon they could be doing. Yeah. Like I say about Captain America, sort of split the universes a bit. I think that's what the TV could be. Okay. Um, because they're doing a uh, I think they're doing a Hawkeye series. Oh. They're doing uh. Falcon and Bucky. Okay. Uh, they're doing Loki. Um, wow, there's so many shows that are spinning off from this movie. Yeah. That's insane. This Disney Plus thing looks nuts. Insane. Um, yes, that means they're going to take all these movies off Netflix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Because uh, I love my Disney. Um, I, I really enjoyed this. I thought I thought everything about it was just so epic. Like, the, the fact that you did have your theaters kind of going crazy, your people going nuts... The fact that people are spoiling things and people are losing their damn minds over a movie is beyond crazy. It's the same with the, the Game of Thrones, mm. like crazy. Oh like, yeah, it's just insane how much something can like bring people get in, bring you in and hook you in and invest you in in such wild characters and creations. Like the Stan Lee cameo, but oh, that was people got emotional from that. You know. Yeah. So earlier on in the film, you know when. Uh it's Ant-Man, isn't it? He's going back, like, Bruce yeah. is trying the time travel stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he comes back as an old man. Okay. Um, in the suit. Yeah. Uh, I turned to my girlfriend and I was like, I bet that would have been the Stan Lee cameo. cameo. But then he had one later on. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, I didn't realise he had Did that. he not film a bunch before he, like, passed away? This one looked like it was CGI'd, edited, but... I'm not sure. But I, I heard that he had filmed... Some before he had right. passed okay. for certain movies that are still coming. There's the, apparently that's the last one though. Okay, I don't know unless homecoming. Uh, uh, yeah, far from home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I like that. That made me emotional because like yeah, like for over ten years these for ten years these movies not 10, it's eleven years now. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy that these movies have been being cranked I, out. Like I think it's a characters. real achievement. Uh, it's crazy in cinema like how yeah. you can have all these movies stand alone as individual films also. Being a like bigger part, part like the sequels all tie into their own franchises, yeah. but also into a bigger franchise, and it's work. It's interesting. Like, We're, I'm born in the early '90s. Mm. Growing up, I was obsessed with comic books and like Spider-Man and X-Men and all this shit. And people would always be like, "Oh, that's nerdy." Like people would not necessarily bully you, but like you get comments like, sure. "Oh, you're a nerd. You're a nerd." Like, "Oh, you like that nerdy shit." Look now. Yeah. You can't walk down the street without seeing someone not wearing Avengers. Yeah. Any other characters that are out of it. And like comic books now, comic book shops are like everywhere. They're full. 
people are selling out these movies. It's just so crazy yeah. how that ha- comic books have turned into like the biggest thing ever. Mm. And you wouldn't imagine that from like the early nineties. Oh you no, just, you'd just be like, you'd be crazy to say that. Yeah. So uh, anyone who's ever called me a nerd because I was reading a Spider-Man comic in middle school, fuck you. <laughs> Look at you now. Living in a basement talking about wrestling and comic books. You sure showed them. You sure showed them. Yeah, pretty much, I guess. Uh, uh, but I guess the next big like cinematic thing will be the end of the St- uh, Skywalker saga in Star Wars. Right. And we're going to be talking about Star Wars a little bit. Yes, May the 4th. May the 4th. Go listen to that show. Oh, wait, one last thing before we go. So Bruce Banner. Yeah. He figures out how to become the Hulk right. and Bruce Banner put together in one. Yeah. It's been bugging me what happens to his dick. Maybe you should talk to Drax. <laughs> Ooh, now I'm like, what would be... That would be a battle. <laughs> Hulk smash. Anyways, we've been up next. <laughs> uh, that's uh, been the show. Uh, listen to our show on Saturday, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Um, tune in every Thursday. Uh, we upload the show. You will be uh, guest hosting a show with someone soon. Are you not going to be? I will be. Am I allowed to say what it is? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm allowed to either. Okay. It's on post-wrestling. Whatever. Yeah. It's coming up soon. Um, check out that. Um, uh uh, get in contact with us um, on social media. We had a load of sort of uh, cocktail and food suggestions for the takeover this week. Uh, one guy was on an absolute roll on Twitter, um, giving his like drink ideas, like the the Caesar Bononi uh, was one of my favourites. Um, so yeah, contact us with more ideas. Oh, wrestling right. NXT themed. You say we should bring back our Halloween punch and call it the Johnny Fallover. Yes. <laughs> Um, but also, like, I want to know your ideas. Who would you cast as the new X-Men uh, going forward? Like, tweet us, at Davey Portman. At the Bray D. Yes, tweet us and follow us and say hi. We always love it. Um, so listen to us every Thursday. I think that's it. Yeah. Goodbye. Be safe. Ahoy! Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL.
21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.